<laughs> Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode 28 of Selection Night with Shep and Tomo. It's, uh, it's the quarantine special part two. Can you believe it? This time, it however, yep, our man Tomo is in quarantine and not me. So I guess Correct. one good turn deserves another, hey? That's it, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kane, who lives with us, is um, tested positive on Saturday. So um, I got home from I got home from cricket and um, had to – we've registered his positivity on the SA yep. Health website. So therefore we could go down to the parklands and get a couple of rat tests each. Uh, rat, rats each. Yep. Rat test. Yep, yep. Can't say yep. that because the T is no, for test. It's like it calling an ATM an ATM machine. Um, that's correct. So, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, and I I was negative. The wife was negative. So um, we're waiting till tomorrow when we can yep. unleash the next tests. Right on. So tomorrow is day six, is it? Yeah, and then right. we can. And then we can be released on the 26th. Right, so Just in time for Australia Day. Yeah, just in time for Australia Day. But I missed the uh, ATCA T20s, so I couldn't appoint yeah. myself for one of those. So, okay. yeah. No, no. What's, what's worse is you're missing the biggest game of the season as well. I am missing a massive game on Sunday at Waitere. Yeah. With my yep. mate Sean Arnold, shout out yep. to to the Bruce Willis lookalike if he's listening. Um, you big so guy, hey? he is sending. He kept sending me pictures of the deck and how good it was going to be because he curates the ground at Wakeree, and yep. yeah, so he can't be there. But but there may not be a game because the weather may save me. Well, that's correct. Absolutely. Um, when I realised we were in Wakeree, uh, I, I was a little bit, a, the little boy inside of me was still happy because generally speaking, the weather in Adelaide is separated by the hills and the, the Riverland doesn't get that weather. However, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a different story this time. It's coming from the north and it's... Oh, yeah, really? Been, yeah, so the the Riverland, Wakeree, Redmark, they're all going to cop it just as bad as town. So, wow. um, yeah, it's not looking good, but um, I know that Telf and his crew um, are on it and, and they've been monitoring the, the weather and, and taking steps to come up with some options. I believe I could be wrong. Um, I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again. Um, <laughs> Who knows what's going through the Telf brain? Knows? Well, Who knows what's something... going through the Telf brain, Mick? Sometimes he doesn't even know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what keeps the rest of us on our toes, that's for sure. Oh, he's going to love listening to that. back to that, isn't he? He's going to love it. <laughs> he, well, you know, I guess the other part to that story is that um, he might – he might uh, try to get the game going or, or seeing how it goes because to separate the power of Shep and Tomo to, to, to isolate us, you know, is an advantage to the gold team. So, you know, 
<laughs> to get us mate. back to get us back together. Uh, you blokes better uh, you blokes better make some runs. That's all I'm worried about. Well, that's the idea. Um, that's well. It's time uh, for you to shine, Mister Shepherd. It's uh, well and truly past that time. Um, <laughs> uh, and hopefully, my luck will turn. And yeah, hopefully, you know, it's it should be a big weekend. I- Apparently, apparently, some of the bowlers in the gold team don't bowl bad uh, wheels, so you you don't mind the ball coming onto the back. I don't so mind. Right, yeah, I that helps. That actually helps yeah. me, to be honest. So I reckon and, that'll um, help you. Yep, and even if they dig it in, like bring it on. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I reckon. You love it, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now, I'm not definitely not one to shy away from a, a battle. That's for sure. And the other thing I'm going to miss is cricket on Saturday. Not yes. doing first grade cricket on Saturday is is going to be quite difficult for me. Um, yep. And I was really looking forward to – because I actually know the bloke who does the appointments, so I, yeah. I know where I probably was going to be. <laughs> you might have snuck into a big game, I reckon. I reckon I was going to be looking after Kenzie and Uni, but we've got Ooh. Darren Swain and Adrian Dross looking after it. They'll do a good job, I'm sure. They will definitely do a good job. Yeah. Um, yes, I was I was lucky enough to have a look at uh, both of those gentlemen on the weekend, doing some high profile games uh, for the finals in the T20s, and they yeah, uh, as we'll talk quality, about later. Yes, quality quality umpires, um, and there's another quality umpire that we'll talk about later on too, which I'll be um, popping out to see this weekend. Um, Correct. How, however, all of that being said, that'll come up later in the show. Um, yeah, it will. I guess what we will uh, come to first is our man from Blue Steel Cricket sitting in sunny Armadale, Brad Smith. How are you going up there, legend? Oh, I don't know if uh, sunny is the right word, but um, no, we're going <laughs> well here. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Have you, um, has, well, how is the weather, I guess, up there? It's, it uh, it's been miserable and windy all, all day. Oh no! So, warm, warm as well or not? No, I'm I'm sitting here in long pants and a hoodie. Inside. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow. It is um, it is bitter today. So um, look, hopefully it'll come right for the weekend. Um, I know we have the buy this weekend, so won't affect us as much. But there is a rep game on Sunday, so no fingers crossed. I know some of the veterans got. Um, washed out this week um, yeah. as well. There's been a bit of rain about, so um, hopefully get a bit of sun tomorrow so we can get the guys on to prepare decks. Yeah, tomorrow's yeah, a big for day sure. for that. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what, though. You mentioned the veterans there, and um, I was uh, I, I keep in pretty close contact with the ex-New South Wales or the current New South Wales veterans keeper, uh, Peter Patterson, um, oh, he's yes, having yeah. a sneaky game for Narara, um, and we were wondering what he was doing playing sixth. But um, the uh, yeah, the veteran seems to be uh, copying it a little bit. Um, there's a few games up there being cancelled, which is no good. No, it's um, it's and uh, it's happened, you know, the last few weeks as well. Even with the Sunday cricket's been getting washed out a fair bit as well. I think yep. um, they got washed out that last Sunday, and um, they got they got a few overs in the, the week before that. So yeah, they're, they're actually right. copying it pretty bad. So 
fingers yeah. crossed, let's get on. Yeah, that's it. Because the, the yeah the lower grades on the coast play on hard wickets, so at least you have high chance of getting a game um, on the that's concrete. Right. So yes. So what's been happening in uh, in Armadale uh, on the weekend? How did all that pan out? Yeah, it's um, the Armadale rep side went away uh, to play in the Connolly Cup, um, yep. and we got the pleasure of getting up at about five o'clock in the morning to go to Moree. Yeah, right. Um, always a pleasure to go out there. Um, I know that we won the toss and uh, decided to have a bit of a bat, which was good because um, I we kept the the two games on Saturday, um, and then uh, was going to keep on the Sunday as well. So I said to the skipper, I said, mate. If you want me to open the stick today, I said you better have a bat first, hey. And uh, look, he was lucky enough to win the toss, and that's what we did. So um, our results aren't in um, on the my cricket there uh, for our scores, but um, yeah. I know I know I got uh, look a hard fought twenty three. You you drive you're driving through the covers uh, full blooded drives for one, and yeah. maybe oh, two. No. So oh, look, yeah, it was tough. Oh, I do, mate. Yeah, especially when I'm uh, when I'm a boundary hitter, uh, um, and I rely on that fitness wise. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I look, I, I gutsed uh, one boundary, a uh, nice pull shot, and then the other one I guts probably the, the better shot that I played. I hit just straight down mid off throat, um, but. Look, um, we got eight for 192. Uh, my opening partner, who was my also my club opening pa- partner, uh, Gareth Swartz, I think he ended up on 88. He batted for 47 overs. Um, was a real, really gutty innings uh, in, you know, 40-odd degree weather, probably 40 or 41. So um, hats nice. off to him. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of young fellas in the end uh, boosted the score a bit as well. Um, and, and then, you know, a few wides there as well. Um, and look, we're in a bit of trouble there. They're keeping up with a run run rate, and um, after a, a good spread of you know nice ham rolls for 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 lunch, um, and uh, uh, Ashmon Matthew batted really well. Uh, he was actually going to retire hurt, uh, then he then it was about to be the drinks break, and he got out just before the drinks. Uh, the, he he fought really well for forty four. Uh, Ed Montgomery got twenty three as well. Um, and then a few other scores in there. And we ended up rolling them for 159 uh, with nine players on the field. So we only had 10 to begin with. Um, wow. Which was a bit of a struggle. And then um, one for of the guys. Side. For a rep side, yeah. So, look, there's a, yeah. How long did it take not, you to drive there? Yeah, three hours. Yeah, okay. So I guess the two so hours that, up to Wakery is nothing. That's right. Yeah, it was a, it was disappointing, and the 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 tenth guy that was playing for us normally scores. So, um, you know oh he's my, oh wow yeah, yeah so um look a bit disappointing there. I just I think a few things personally. This is my opinion only, I guess. Um, you know, would just to be make it more prestigious. Um, I know. They stopped – like, I've still got one of the old baggy greens, so bring back the baggy caps instead of just a normal cap. 
Um, oh, and, and yeah, maybe absolutely. Put a bit more money into it. You know, they they we rocked up and they had um, they're the more ego owners and they had you know full kit. Everyone was just, just the same. Um, and it was it was really nice to see. And we we just rock up in all odds and ends and get thrown a yeah. shirt on the day and. Yeah, bring your own creams, and they had nice Aboriginal artwork on there, and I thought it was really nice to see. So uh, maybe yeah. a bit more prestige um, from our association, I guess. Um, it, it doesn't cost a lot of money to to get some shirts and and stuff like that together, does it? No, I don't think so. Probably looking at about fifteen hundred, uh, just yeah. by looking a few of the things that were done through club and stuff like that. Yeah, um, if, if that that's at like in, in you know fifteen hundred is probably for three grades. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're talking less than that. So um, yeah, you get out and, of it for a grand for a really nice kit, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. And and normally I wouldn't have gone to Moree, but um, you know, it was school holidays and I just wanted a bit of time in the middle. So, um, you know, with the, the travel for work and everything like that. But I'm, I'm glad I yeah. went and had yeah, a good experience. But um, but yeah, so that was a good win for the boys there. Um, so, and we'll take on uh, Guada at home this week. Um, so that'll be another tough match uh, on, Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah. So um, yeah. the New South Wales country captain Tom Groth will play for them. Um, so that will be a difficult game as well. Um, so yeah, then um, we went and played two T20s on the Saturday. Um, so one was to make up for a washout, um, and we played um, we played East Armadale in the first game, uh, and they sent us in, and I had a bit of a giggle at that because the deck looked pretty well, but it was a bit poppy in the end. Um, and we were five for 163 after our 20 overs. Uh, nice. Myself got 48. Uh, Gareth Swart again. Unreal, battle of the 20 overs for 53 not. Uh, Nick Levy got 18. Um, and, look, we just started call, um, calling ourselves the bowers in the field because we just squeeze guys, so the bower constrictor. Um, nice. Very nice. Yeah, so, you know, one of the uh, one of the guys for them got 50-odd, Ian Ranger. He, like, he's a pretty good bat. Um, and then we got a couple of the decent sticks for not many um, as well. And restricted them to nine for ninety four off the, uh, off their twenty. Uh, in the other game, um, Gaura uh, went quite well actually against Hillgrove. Uh, the skipper for Gaura, Charlie Wright, Charlie White, sorry, uh, hundred and one not out with eleven fours and six bombs. So um, wow, yeah. So he he went off. So two for hundred and eighty one there. And a bit then yeah, that's right. Um, and then Hillgrove replied, oh, uh, seven for 141 there. I'm not sure if anyone got runs there. Uh, no, Matt Schaefer got 35. Brad King got 27 not out. So, um, and then, so uh, Hillgrove then had to travel to um, back to Armadale to play us, um, and then City. Uh, got to play Gaura. Um, you know, I've always felt Armadale City were going to win this one just because Gaura had already played, uh, whereas Armadale City were fresh, they were off the bye. Yep. Um, so Armadale City batted first. Uh, Kyle Taylor 
38, Sean Mappin 28, Andrew Skinner 26, not out. Uh, so seven for 140, and um, I, I don't think Guy just had the legs quite left in him. Um, but Charlie Charlie White backed up with 46, not out in that second game as well. So huge day for him there, um, and uh, all out for 121 in reply. Um, and then in the last game there, uh, we ended up playing under lights, which was quite nice. Uh, we won the toss and battered. We ended up nine for 120. Um, not much mm-hmm. to talk about there. A few, eight wides, uh, and then myself got 70. Um, so, 70? Nothing much. Yeah, just slip that in. Yeah, just casually slip that in, yeah. It was was out out in the twelfth over, so I was I was on so. seventy off twelve overs. That is going well. Yeah, you so were going for a run, mate. I was, mate. I, I reckon if I was fresh, I know they would have got it too. But um, just ran out of legs there. But um, you know, is what it is. But um, good to get some under the belt finally this year after um, after a bit of a lean patch. So nice, mate. Um, well, that we'll I'm, see. I'm hopefully going to lead. Well, you're going to lead my example, hopefully. So I'll hopefully be taken after you this weekend if we get on that. You will, Mick. You will. I can feel yeah. it in me waters, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the mindset. Go get it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, so that will see us. We've got the buy this week, and you get four points for the buy. Uh, so that will see us finish top. Uh, with four wins from four games, and um, we'll see us play in the final on Australia Day. So uh, that's been exciting for the club. It's been a while since the club's been in the final. Yeah. Um, so, then, so where is that? That will be at the Armdale Sports Ground and under light. So beautiful, um, mate. Very cool. Not Very sure cool. if they have a, um, a fresh deck for us, but I know they'll play third grade, second grade, first grade. So um, right. Yeah. Nice. So it's pretty good going there. And then um, this week, Guy will play Easts and Hillgrove will play Armadale City. Um, I feel like whoever wins, oh, see, so you got Armadale City and I think East on, sorry, Easts are on nine points and then Guy and Armadale City are on eight points or something like that. So it's pretty close. Um, so the results for who we play will depend on on games for for this weekend coming. So um, that's up. That's it from Armadale there. It's um, I know um, Armadale City had a sorry Tamworth City uh, had a, a tight game against uh, reigning premiers old boys. Um, look, they had no business uh, getting close, but um, old boys had were nine for 190 off their 40 overs. Um, and then Tamworth City uh, got 185. Um, so that's you know a nice close game for them there. Mm. Um, Skipper Tate Jordan, who's probably a bowler, but likes to claim all round of status. So this will help that. So he got 57. Um, nice. And then Liam Red- Rogers 48. So um, good to see Liam. Uh, he's a real confidence player. I used to open the batting with him. Um, we're quite good mates. So good to see him get some runs under the bo- on the uh, on the board as well. Um, South Tamworth upset um, Becky Beast, uh, so 154 to 97 there, uh, with Dan Lawrence getting 61 with his blue steel stick. So it's fantastic. Nice to see him get some runs. 
And um, look, the upset of the round, um, Cellar Dwellers West Tamworth beat uh, grand finalists uh, North Tamworth by 105 runs. So a bit of a drubbing there. Wow. Um, with uh, Dave Medallia, uh, seasoned veteran for the club, getting 84 not out. He carried his bat through the innings so for the 40 oh. overs. Um, and the games this week will be the same fixtures as, as last week as it's a make-up round. They weren't originally going to play this week, but um, the – uh, country, the country music festival got postponed, so uh, that's so that's why they're sneaking another game there. Um, Fair enough. So yeah, I've um, been uh, they're a bit short this week, Tamworth City. So I've been asked to play in that. So we'll see how we go. Um, helping a mate out with a job. So if we get it done tomorrow, then we'll go down and have a have a run. But um, look, more cricket the better, I say. But um, oh yeah, correct. What's better than cricket? Cricket. More cricket. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Um, so a couple of rain-affected games on the Central Coast um, this week. I know um, most of them got, got say, um, a game in. Uh, Southern Spirit uh, beat Wyong by 27 runs. Um, the other game, it ended up being a lot closer than we thought. Um, so... Remember last week I said Terrigal uh, got rolled for 85, then rolled Northern Power for 56. Yeah. Um, so Northern Power came out and rolled Terrigal for 132 uh, to get the win by 29 runs. Sorry, Terrigal won by 29 runs. I uh, ended up rolling Northern Power for 117. So look, that was probably closer than we were expecting. Um, yep. Good old Lizro got flogged by Warnerville by 50 runs. Um, and... <laughs> Shout out to all the Lizero players and the yeah, people out there. Boy. How are you going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, King Cumber beats Brisbane Water by seven wickets. And uh, probably the the highlight there for Narara, uh, got, who got rolled for 148 with the entrance hot on the heels at two for 120, got washed out for the drawn match. So oh. uh, the heavens opened up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the boys. Oh, so you win some, you lose some, and the other ones you draw. That's right. But um, <laughs> we had <laughs> we uh, had Michael Dawson uh, in the Brisbane Premier League. Hi, Mick, if you're listening. Um, Good on you, Mick. Look, uh, he's one of our ambassadors, um, and he got a third ball duck. So. Oh. I know his uh, I know his blue steel pads would have served him well there, and uh, he wouldn't have felt a thing. So, uh, <laughs> not the gear, uh, but often the player. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's great, Brad. Yeah, that's <laughs> very, very that's good. About it from me, but um, we've got um, the um, the country championships coming up in uh, Tugra. Next week, uh, all the, the teams have been named. Um, so Central North will be playing in that. Um, so good luck to Cal Henry. He's one of our, our players as well. He's got a few a few bits and pieces of our gear and a, a good friend and an ex-teammate. So Cal, if you're listening, mate, good luck uh, in the senior side. Only just 18, so it's a huge achievement for you, mate. And um, go kill it. So, um, But, yeah, good luck to Central North as well. I know... Um, Groffy will be in that as well, and um, I know I think he's won just about everything except for uh, a, a country championship. So uh, hopefully the boys can get over the line uh, for Groffy yeah, there. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, awesome wrap-up, man. And Thanks for that, Brad. No stress, boys. And we'll talk so, to you um, again next week. Yes. I um, Yeah, will. hopefully I'll talk to you uh, trophy in hand. Yeah. Good luck, hand, Australia Day, so. big fella. Yeah, yeah thanks, mate, man. Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. So, with a trophy on the line, that is Brad Smith from Blue Steel Cricket. Thank you, sir, and go well. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it always. Cheers. No worries. Well done, mate. Right. All right. So, so we're going to go on to the veterans cricket wrap up, wrap up, and we've got yes, we've got Kelf. Kelfie's um. Obviously, probably enjoying a few bevies at the Adelaide Oval, I would imagine, in, in this warmer weather. Um, Things are watching the girls get smashed by England. Um, yeah. But anyway, we won't go, in, we won't go there. Um, no, it so, was one for 100 and something, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they're going pretty well, the England girls. So um, I will give you an update shortly. Just getting it up now. So, um, look, we... Gave a wrap-up of the over-50s last week, and there was no games over the weekend. So, um, It's just what's yeah, coming up, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the England women are two for 141 off 16.3. So, they are touching Jeez. us up a little. Danny Wyatt, little. 70 off 53. Nat Sivers, 32 off 23. So, they're going all right, the girls, uh, the England yeah. girls, that is. Um, yeah. So, in the vets, we've got some big matches in the over-50s. Um, obviously, obviously, the derby up at Wakeree is the um, gold team versus the green team. Um, it's the travelling derby. Yeah, it's a travelling derby. And, look, the gold team still reckon they can make the four, but... They're on four points behind Kensington, who are on eight. And the way I look at it is Uni are playing Kensington this week. And yep. that'll be a good game. Oh, it'll it'll be a rip snorter, but you you would imagine oh Uni is second, Kenzie yeah. a fourth. Who knows? Yeah, Uni hopefully Uni can do the right thing and beat Kenzie for us, but for the yep. gold team that is. Um York's are playing Brighton, so they're both down the bottom. And Goodwood yep. are playing Easies, who are both up the top. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so they don't really. The other games don't affect us. That Uni Kensington game affects the gold team. Yeah. If Kenzie yeah. get over Uni, it is basically impossible for um for the for the gold team to get in. Um, yeah. yeah. So um. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a big round this weekend, and the gold team have to get over us, the green team, and yep. the green team are going to have to find some runs from somewhere because yes, I'm not there. Sorry, no, I'm no. not big deal on myself, but I made forty last week, and we only managed to get 130. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to happen. We, um, we, we it depends on where I bat, I guess. Um, I haven't shown any real. Uh, anything to warrant going up the order. So I would assume that I'll slide into the middle. And the plan of attack is to get to about 40 with the last wicket and then go off. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's we'll see how that works. 
But well, you you might have to go up the order, mate. Might do. If that's what I don't know what Shane what Shane and Adam will do with that batting order, but yeah, yeah, um, obviously we get we get Hilly back from the Golden Team, so that that gives us another bowling option, which is nice. He's trying to even that up, Um, but yeah, so we'll wait and see what happens. And mate, I hope you get some runs. You're due. Yeah, Um, (laughs) and I'm seeing and hitting the ball well. Yeah, Um, you seem to be. Maybe oh, have a few could... throwdowns before you start, mate. Oh, that could be an idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. You mean practice? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I might yeah try because, that. because the last round before the semi-finals, the gold team play York, who they should win. We yeah. play University. Um, yeah. Grange, Grange play – Kensington play Grange, so Kensington should win that game. Yeah. And and Goodwood play Brighton, who they should win, and Easy's have the bye. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm I'm sorry to say, Telf, but I reckon the gold team might struggle just just a little to make the finals. But anyway, they've only got themselves to blame. They lost last week when they should have won. So, well, yeah, that's harsh, they've lost a couple true. of close ones, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And you got to, I guess, at the end of the season, when you look back at the close games that's got away. You um, generally regret those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we probably should have beaten Kenzie by rights. We just didn't yeah. finish it off with the bat. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, that's probably all from the from the wrap up. What do we got? We got um, the over sixties had a round on the weekend. Yep. Um, the Southeast Coasters beat the Eastern Reds pretty convincingly. Um, uni got over oh, the Goodwood. Yeah, Uni got over right. the Goodwood Eastern Rangers yep. pretty and well. Shout out, to, shout out to Bill Kidd. Um, he he's the captain of the Goody Rangers. Oh, is he? Um, yep. So he's um, he's doing. Oh, so they lost on the weekend. That's the first game they lost, isn't it? Yes, yes. So he was pretty disappointed about that. Yeah, um, I bet he was. That'll fire up the. uh, That'll fire up the boys. uh, And the Hills Flurio Finns had a day out against the Eastern Reds Blue, didn't they? Wow, seven for two thirty, and then they bowled them out for fifty-one off thirty-three overs. So they managed to hang in there for 33 overs and only made 51. That's One um, bloke made four not out off 53 rocks. And one bloke made 10 off 66 rocks. Wow. That would have been Partridge. And <laughs> it would not have been pretty to watch, mate. No. It would well, they're trying for the draw. Dave Wenham, three for six off seven overs. Um, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Colwell, two for nine off seven. Yeah, there's some pretty good figures there. Um, but, yeah, horrible game. Um, Absolutely. So, and then we had the Kilburn Devils getting over the Grange Dolphins. Um, and they play again this week because they back up. I don't know how they do they that. Do. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah. No, they're having a uh, week off. They're they playing on the 30th of January. Yes. Yeah, they're playing on the 30th of January. So, um, yeah. But they're, um, they might have uh, had a talk to the men upstairs and realised it was going to be wet this weekend, so just pushed it back a week. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe. Um, Maybe. And the over-70s, no, they didn't play last week. That was a week before. They play again on the 1st of Feb. So they're having a few, a couple of weeks off. Maybe school yeah. holidays, I don't know. Ground, grounds availability, so they play during the week. And yep. there's been a lot of carnivals going on. So I would imagine that's the case. So, yes. um, so good luck to Telf and the gold team on the weekend yep. against you, against uh, us. I'll say play well, not wish them good luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. Go well, Mick. Um, Thank you. Enjoy the trip Thank up you. to Wakeree, and I was, I was, I, I will miss that trip because I was looking forward to it. Um, yeah. But it does – I have to wait to see what they do with the next round of Saka cricket because we've changed them all to one-day games. And at the moment, well, there was a Saturday-Sunday around the 5th and 6th of February. So I wasn't going to be able to play on the 6th oh, of February yes. against June. But now yes. they've changed the scheduling. There may not be a Sunday round of first grade then. So I'm hoping that's what they make the decision. So that's a good, um, a good little deck down there at uni. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd love to play the, at uh, ground. Yeah, yeah. All the pitches are very, very nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd true, love to play there. So, yeah. I, I would love to play there. So hopefully they, the Saka do the right thing and don't program a first yep. grade fixture on Sunday the sixth of February. Buzz and Sanker, if you're listening to that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just listen out. That's it. Um, and that that will be a another. Rivals round as well with uh, us coming up against Craig Vandervlag. So yeah, yeah, uh, and, and, and be Leo, good fun. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be a good a good day out. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. yeah Sanker and Buzz do the right thing, boys. Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see, mate. It's water under the bridge before then. Two weeks away. Absolutely. Um, and we've got absolutely no pull whatsoever. No, no, we do not. Um, oh, I might have a little, but maybe, maybe. a little sway. No, no, maybe. Call, a little sway. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I'll get into my wrath, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah, because we got yep. no Ash, we got no Jack. Um, no. Yeah. So um, no Mill, no, no story no, time no, with Mill, no story time with Mill. He's probably at the girls too. Probably. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. He. he yeah. Well, he's there getting some stories for us. Oh, probably yes. Gathering, gathering information. Yes. So, okay. So we'll move straight in now, mate. I have I have a very sorry tale to tell about oh. Hills Cricket. Oh no, the Skibby Boys. They got rolled oh, no. for thirty-seven. Oh no. Yes. Um, that's painful. Yeah, they batted first, got rolled for 37. Um, there's a picture of my lad in the courier getting getting his stumps, his castle knocked over, and it oh. says, Skib, Skib Skittled. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not, not nice from the local rag there, but. No, thanks um, for coming. Uh, he, it, it looked like a good swing, though. <laughs> is that one of those photos where you can put the caption uh yeah sorry skip got done by a good one yeah yeah that's over his shoulder. Like that. it is from behind him though that's the only problem right um, right right uh, yeah so they got rolled for 37 will healy took five for 16 and adam carthew son of cardi who plays yep. 
um, for the uh, gold team, uh, three for three. So um, now Mount Lofty chasing the massive total of 37, lost two wickets uh, for 38, and my wow. son got both of them. So that was pretty good from both. At least he got a couple yeah. of wickets. Nice one. He went for he went for two for twenty seven out of the thirty eight, so he he yeah. copped a bit of stick as well. But anyway, so so that was the story there. Um, Meadows went on their winning way with yep. three for two forty five. Uh, Hayden Reed a ton, and Tonks made eighty eight. Um, Bridgie only managed, they, and then they bowled Bridgie out for one hundred and fifty four. Justin Summerill, or commonly known as Custy, um, yeah. He made sixty five again. He he is a leading light for Bridgie, and he he keeps just making half century after half century. So well done to Custy. Um, you, Custy. Yeah, uh, and nearly all the Meadows boys got a couple of wickets, two with three and two with two. Um, yeah. Sterling played Allgate. Now that was second versus fourth, and Sterling amassed two twenty seven. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez, Daniel Gonzalez made 60. Um, Jack Reed, 41. Ben Zampa, 28. Jack Pick, 27. Pat Fryer, 26. So they all chimed in for a few. So it was good team effort from Sterling. And then they rolled all, gate, all out for 98. Um, Connor Mildy managed 26. Um Fryer Tuck, three for 13. Jack Pitt, three for 16. And the other Fryer Tuck, two for 13. So the Fryer so boys. Fryer Tuck, are they lookalike Fryer Tucks? Or? No, they, they, their surname is Fryer. Uh-huh. F-R-Y-E-R. Two brothers right. that played. One got three for 13, one got two for 13. And Jack Pitt, well, three for 16. Out. Yeah, right. so they had a good day out, the uh, Sterling boys. Um, and then we had Uradle playing Kangarilla. Um, Kangis really, really needed a win, and they managed to get it over Uradle made 158. Um, and Kangarilla got the runs at seven down. So a bit of a struggle, but they got over Uradle yeah. to hang on to their third. Well, they're equal, they're equal second with Sterling. But they're third on percentage. Uh, all go to fourth. Meadows just behind them. All go to on forty-eight, and Meadows are on forty-five. And this week, Meadows play Sterling, so they need. And Sterling had a big day out last week, so the Meadows boys might be in a bit of trouble there. And the Allgate boys play Mount Lofty, though. So Mount Lofty, if mm. they can go on their winning way against Allgate, will keep Allgate down for Meadows. And then we have the Skibby boys are playing Kangi. So Kangi will be looking for a big win over the Skibby, over the Skibby lads. Um, and well, the Skibby boys will be looking to put in a better performance this week, you would imagine. They certainly will. They certainly will, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so um, good luck to the boys. Hope they do better than last week um, sure against Candy. Mount Lofty have a Mount Lofty do have an awesome bowling lineup. They really do. Um, right. Yeah, um, they're just very very good bowlers. Um, and so um, the Kangi boys probably not as good an attack 
as so they'll be looking skibby boys will be looking to put in a lot better effort. So good yeah. luck there, boys. Um then we'll move on to the girls in Premier Cricket first grade. Now yep. there has been an altercation. Uh, uh, sorry, Uh-oh. an alteration. Yes, <laughs> that's a pretty careful with my it's, it's, pronunciation it's, there. Yes, absolutely. It's an um, alteration I to think, the. Go on. Yes, I was going to say. Um, I think it's the right thing for the game too. I think it is. The uni girls were really struggling, so they've dropped out yeah. of first grade. So now first grade women's in Saka only has five teams, which is a bit of a shame. Um, so they started round one last week. Again, they restarted the competition. Um, the oh, Northern District. So my round two. No, is no, sorry. Round one? Sorry, yeah. Yep. Right. So No, it was round, round... two. You are correct. It was okay. round two on the weekend. Sorry, I was wrong. All good. Sorry, I had a bit of a. So, yeah, yeah. So um, West Torrens played Sturt. Um, Sturt amassed two ninety three. Emma De Brogue ninety two. Josie Dooley ninety. Annie O'Neill sixty. Um, and West Torrens managed seven for two 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 off their fifty overs. Um, it would have been a good game. So, yeah, yeah, a really good game, but Sturt Girl is too good. Um, yeah. And Glenelg had a win over Kenzie. So well done to yes. Mary Waldron's girls there. Yep. Mary managed to amass 27 on the weekend, so well done. Um, yep. After umpiring with, after putting up with me all day Saturday, she, she managed well, to get some that makes that makes it even a bigger performance after um, putting up know. with me, yeah. Well, you know, um, carrying you, I guess you could say. <laughs> She's got pretty strong shoulders, Mary. She'll be Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and Bridget Patterson's top scored for the Kensington girls. And I must have a shout-out to Bridget. She played um, B-grade men's on the Saturday yes. as well. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Bridget. That, yeah. That's a fantastic effort. And yeah, yeah. I, I know that's – the highest grade a, a woman's played for Kensington. And yep. I know Karen Rolton played C grade B. when it was called I think C she grade. played B Did she get before. up to B grade as well? Okay. I think she may have. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah, reckon um, I, may, I was umpiring when she was in the Cs. Yeah. But um, she, yeah, that was um, a while ago now. Yep, it was. A fair while ago, we're talking about Mick. Yeah, well, um, I did umpire her last game, which was the grand did final. Yeah, umpired yeah. the women's A grade grand final. Um, it was her against Shelley Nitschke. It was a pretty oh, wow. big day. Yeah, and Nathan Lyon yeah. curated the um, the deck at Uni at, at, at um, Park. No, Park Twenty Five, number one. Oh, Park Twenty Five. Yeah. Nice. When very good story, on, Mick. So who did umpire with? Can you remember? I do. I, it was with Kumar. Kumar Sandy oh, Kumar. Oh, the great man. Yes. The great man who ends up doing his, because of the awesome bloke who does the appointments, yep. Kumar has ended up with his 100th first grade game this week. That is he a is fantastic out at, effort. 
Yeah, magnificent effort. He's with he's with one of his old sparring partners in Bruce Stribley out there, and yep. he's at Perda Stinker up yep. at Gully. And Shepard, you're, you're going to be making a, a bit of a presentation to young Kumar, aren't you? I am, yes. Yes. Um, oh, it'll be an absolute honour to uh, to do that for Kumar. Um, and we've, yeah, we've awesome. won many, many games previously and, and in the first grade. Um, yeah. And that um, A-grade women's grand final. That one in particular, I think, um, is a highlight of my on-field career. Um, yeah, Nathan Lyon curated the ground. I had lunch with him during the break. Uh, Kumar and I did that ground, did that grand final, and yeah, it was Shelley versus um, Karen. And, Who won? Uh, Shelley. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, Karen was actually bowling the last over. It turned out to be the last over. They were nine down, um, and. There was a right-hander on strike, and she was bowling from my end. And so she's the left arm over the wicket, uh, seam-up bowler. And I tell you what, there was a very, very close shout, second-to-last ball, but it just pitched outside leg. And I said, sorry, Karen, I can't give you that one. It's just outside. And uh, the next ball was whipped through mid-wicket for the winning runs. And I'm like, you know. I, I, it was so close, but I, you know, you got to do the right thing. No, there was um, doubt. Um, there was definite doubt. Yeah, actually, I'll, yeah, there was more than just doubt. Um, but, you know, the um, story writers would have loved to have had Karen going out a winner and also taking the wicket to win the game. But unfortunately, yeah, yeah. uh, it, it, it uh, wasn't to be. But it was, no, she had it. You've awesome got to call it as you see it, Mick. We all know that. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And I just had a look. Yeah. Bridge only managed Bridge, Bridge only managed seven off eight in the in the men's B grade. Bridge Patterson, right. but apparently yeah. she absolutely fielded the house down, which you would expect from yes. her. She absolutely. is an awesome fielder. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, put in big time. Yeah, and she, she would have spent some time in the middle, maybe with uh, or Matchett was the next was the person in who made some runs in that game, and he is the guy who got Kensington over the line in the under-18 Shield grand final today. Oh, yes. He made 133 off 137 rocks. Nice. Now, I, I was having a bit of a look at that while I was working because I was watching my umpires, obviously. I was watching Tim Hart and Jacob and Burtis Jacobs, who were who were um, officiating the game at yep. Kensington on the live feed, and it was a really good game of cricket, but Kenzie were too strong. Woodville had four run-outs no when they battled. Yeah, wow. so Kenzie got four run-outs in the field, and it really it really ran amok with the Woodville batting lineup. They well, just couldn't say, settle. That's a nervous batting lineup right there. Yeah, because Kenzie, with match, it's 133, match 246 yeah. um, off their 50, and then Woodville – um, got bowled out for 178. Um, yeah, with the four runouts. So yeah, none right. of the Kenton bowlers really got a lot of wickets. I think one one leg got two, but um, the rest just one each. But the four runouts was yeah, was amazing. That's a story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's the under 18 shield. So that r- rounds me into um, uh, the team of the week. The, the 
Oh, yeah. Do you want to do the girls' team of the yeah. week? Yep. yep. Okay. I've got round two right here. Sorry, so That's all right. Um, I've got Emma DeBrogue from Sturt, 92, off 105 deliveries, and she hit 11 fours. And I think there's a little bit of symmetry here uh, in that Josephine Dooley from Sturt, who was her opening partner, she scored 90 off 111 balls. And she hit 11 fours as well. So both oh, the wow. opening girls, yeah, both hit 11 fours. Uh, nice. Kayla McGrath from Glenelg, she hit 61 yep. off 65 balls, five fours and two sixes. And the uh, sister of Talia, obviously. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Annie O'Neill, 60 off 56. So she was going at a um, better than runner of ball. Yeah, she, she doesn't mind whacking them, Annie. Yep, yep. Uh, Brianna Cheatham from West Torrens, she ended up with 57 off 88 and collected nice. eight boundaries. Uh, yeah, Bridget Patterson from Kenzie's, uh, 43 off 48, two fours and two bombs. Yep. Abby Cause from Sturt, she took two for 31 off her 10 overs with a, a, a maiden in there. Amelia Rolt from Sturt. Two for 25 off her 10 uh, with two maidens. Very economical. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Charlie Phillips from West Torrance. She took three for 48 off 10 with two maidens. Anesu Mashangwe from Glenelg. She took yep. three for 27 off her 10. Yeah, and awesome Courtney, performance. But um, Listen to this. Courtney Neal from Kensington. She took three for 19 off her 10 with two maidens. Awesome. So only going at 1.9 runs and over and three wickets. Yeah. So fantastic really good performance effort. there by the, all the girls. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they what they get up to this week. That's it, mate. That's it. Um, and and so also, if I was going to say, if any uh, – I, I have had a little bit of feedback, um, especially with the uh, T20 – uh, men's team. Um, I saw the I'll, comments on Facebook about Aussie being at number eleven. Yeah, well, seeing the were, batter that bowls it, a bit. Yes. <laughs> well, you know the the stats dictated the the lineup there. However, and also you had two said, keepers in there. Why do you need Woz Peters in there when you've already got Josh Barrett in there? Uh, well, his his batting got him in the batting lineup. <laughs> No, Waz is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no but, problems um, with Waz being in there. Well, I love feedback, um, and, <laughs> and that's what it's all about. So that's how we uh, make adjustments. Just giving so you shit, Nick. It's all right. Oh, I'm used to it. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just have to sulk a little bit, and then I'll, you know, get over myself, and we'll be You'll right. be all right, mate. <laughs> You'll be but all right. But yes, if, if any of the um, the girls want to give us some feedback, um, even on the – on the order, um, because it's as, it's a close, kind of close-ish batting order. But if you want to have any feedback, let us know at the show. Um, look us up on the Facebook page. Give us some comments. Tell us we don't know what we're talking about. Um, we'll probably just agree <laughs> and move on. But uh, love it, Nick. Love it. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Now. Yeah. Um, do you want to change it up a bit? Do you want to do the men's team of the week and then I'll read out the uh, results after? Sure. The Well, I've this week I did 
the the T Twenty um, team. Of oh, you did the men's T Twenty, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so, where am I? The T Twenty team of the year. So Thomas yes. Kelly from Sturt. Now I went a little bit deeper with the uh, stats with the team of the year. Yeah, um, no, I love it, Nick. I love it. I love what you did. Um, thank you. Um, I even took a bit of time and cut out the trophy. Um, I got a little bit creative. Um, <laughs> but um, Thomas Kelly in the competition, so these stats that I've got there are for the whole T20 competition. Um, Thomas Kelly from Sturt scored 289 runs at 72.25 at a strike yeah, awesome. rate of 180.6. It's, um, it's why he, he got in the strikers team, mate. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And his his highest score was 105 not. Uh, yeah. Will, Will Basisto, um, he was one of the all-rounders from uni. He scored 280 runs at 40, going at 142.9 with a highest yep. score of 108. And he backed it up with 10 wickets at 11.05 and yeah. an economic rate of 5.48 with the best bowling of four for 11. So these are awesome numbers. Yeah, Josh they are. Barrett uh, from Southern Districts, 264 at 52.8. Strike rate of 148.3. His highest score was 91, not out. Yes, uh, I got Maddie, to witness that firsthand. Oh, nice. It was um, an awesome display against Northern, uh, against West Torrens out at Southerns, uh, down at Pice. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Um, Matty Spores from Sturt scored 256 runs at 64, going at a strike rate of 128.6. His highest score was 71 not. Um, he was the other all-rounder in the team. He took 13 wickets at 9.38 economical uh, numbers there are 5.95 runs and over. So the and his best quality cricketer, Matty quality cricketer, absolutely. So both it should be noted here as well that both Will and Matt were in the top ten for batting and bowling. Yeah, it's awesome. So awesome it achievement. Like, absolutely. So it wasn't like they were in the top ten of batting and then thirteenth or fourteenth in the bowling. They were both legitimately in the top 10 for both. Yeah, so, yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, Henry Hunt from Kensington scored 242 runs at 121 average, striking at 150.3, 110 yeah. being his highest score. And why um, he got in the striker's side also. Absolutely. I mean, they're not numbers to take lightly. They're awesome. Um, yeah. Jake. Jake Lehman from East Torrens, 241 runs at 60.25, striking at 133.9. His highest score came in the semi-final uh, where he got his team into the grand final, hitting 65 not out. Yeah, he batted Um, awesome too. He did too. Dylan Hunter from Port Adelaide, 234 runs at 39. Striking at 155, a higher score 129 not out. David Grant from Kensington, 17 wickets yeah. uh, at 8.35, economy of 5.92. His best bowling is 5 for 16. I mean, that's a fantastic set of numbers right there. Awesome. Joe 
Madhu Ewan from Port Adelaide, 14 wickets at 12.21. Economical uh, numbers 5.83, best bowling of 5 for 21. Uh, Nick Benton from Port Adelaide, 11 wickets at 14.09. Economy, geez, I can't even talk anymore, 5.6 and best bowling of 3 for 18. And, and also bowled his team to victory in the uh, he final. He did, absolutely. Um, yeah, he was awesome. And, and, Three for 18, and, I think, of his 10. Yep, and that was his best bowling too. Yeah. Um, of his four, and, sorry. Of his four, yes, yes. Austin, <laughs> oh, so that would be, be controversy, getting 10 out of it. Austin Umphiston, uh, he, he's not on number 11, but the – the bowling was what got him into the top 11. Um, That's right. So he, he took 10 wickets at 13.8. Uh, economy of 6.09, best bowling of 3 for 14. So I guess that's probably one of the um, little oddities of in the team of the year. So T20 cricket, cricket lends itself to that, doesn't it? Cause, it really does. Because yeah. sometimes when you're batting, you just got to go in and throw your wicket away because the team needs you to keep going because they're yeah. they're, they're one for 120 and there's four overs to go. So you just got to go in and throw it at it and you might get out. Yep. And, yep. and it's just the nature of T20 cricket, isn't it? And yep. you might get thrown the ball. You might get thrown the ball and pick up a couple of wickets and yep. it's just the way it is. Because you yeah, might bowl at the right really. time when they're going after you and you get the wickets instead of going yeah. for bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're the ones throwing their wickets away. Although yeah. none of the uh, bowlers in the in the team, in the team of the year, uh, I got there by flukes. Um, they're all oh, quality, no. awesome. quality cricket. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that leads us into what happened in West End One Day Cup, which yeah. is – Hotting up a lot, and I'll go into a story about that after I go through the results. Um, so we had Northern Districts amassing 236, Cozzy 77, um, and a couple of other smaller scores. Um, and then we had Prospect getting 172 in reply, and um, Lockie Cluse, the spinner, uh, spinner from Northerns, uh, three for 23, and, and Harvey Box, also a left-arm spinner, two for 30. So they, they obviously um, put the clamps on prospect there. And then we had T Tree Gully getting up with a win, nine oh, for 282. Joe yep. Gadding, 122 knot, and Matty Weaver, 68. Um, they they were the mainstays of the innings and Southern Districts. Oh, Southern Districts must have batted first. They were eight for two seventy nine. Um, Brendan McCorm- Brendan McCormack ninety, Josh Barrett sixty two, Nick Bowen forty one, Dave Saboro twenty five, Adam Summerhill got four for fifty six, and Ironside two for forty seven. And then Gullies must have got there just. Um, nine for two eighty two, so that would have been a rip snorer of a game at yeah. nine twenty five over one, which is Southern Districts' home ground at the moment, because yes. Vice is getting the squares getting chopped up, and right. 
Then we had Port Adelaide getting 235. Um, Dylan Hunter, 71. Aussie, 36, not out. Um, Aussie Umphiston, that is. Um, yep. And Conway and Benton both got 30 odds. Um, nearly all the East Torrens boys got Tufa. Um, Kingy, <laughs> Sizey, Crams, Cormac, and Thompson all got Tufa. So they yep. shared all around pretty well. Um, and East Torrens only managed 171 in reply. Um, yeah, right. Louis Evans top scoring was 60. Um, Henry Dahl, the um, who I was surprised didn't get in your T20 team of the year um, with his scores in the lead up to that game. Um, but anyway, in to lead up to the finals because he batted real well in the semi final to get um, to get East Torrens to the final um, yes. with Jason Lehman. Yeah. yeah, no, he was very very unlucky. There was just. Um, yeah, you can't leave the, the chin out, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, I would have put the chin in. But anyway, um, there you go, Henry. Shout out to you, mate. There you um, go. And we had Aussie got two for 10, Nick Benton two for 28, uh, Matt McDonald, the bin chicken, two for 34, and Jasper Daly, two for 37. So Tufa was the uh, mainstay in that game. Um, the name of the day. And then we had the game that me and Mary looked after, um, West – Torrens, nine for 240. Uh, Daniel Fallon's batted really well, 80. Kel Smith was on fire, 43, and then got himself out. Um, uh, Liam Thompson, the pick of the bowl, was 356. And Joshy Kroom, who bowls at a good rate. He just he just kind of ambles in, and then it just boom, comes out, 246. Um, nice. And Glenelg only managed nine for 218. Benny Bullimar... 66, Damon Kerr, 37, and Harry Cunningham, 34. When those two boys were in, Damon and, and Harry, it did look like Glenelg were going to get there because their rate wasn't too bad. Um, but then they fell away after that. Jordan Buckingham batted really, uh, bowled really well, three for 35. And Daniel Fallon's backed up his 80 with two for 36. And oh. then we had... Kensington batted first, made four for 330 against a hapless Adelaide. Um, John Dalton, 132. Joshy Doyle, 90. Dave Grant would have come in and hit 45, probably off 15 rocks or something stupid. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they put the pick of the bowlers in the, in the, in the list of Pennington with two for 64. So if yeah, he's right. the best bowler you're in trouble. Um, and they bowled Adelaide out. They bowled Adelaide out for 70. Wow. Joshy Doyle, three for 14. Elliot Opie, two for 10. Tom McKenzie with his leggies, two for eight, two for 17. And in the final game, we had Woodville made nine for 229. Benny Turley, 56. Connor McInerney, 44. Chad Sayers, 35. Against Uni, who got the total? Will Bazisto, 53. Um, Sonny Gordon, 38. Kyle Brazell, 27. And P. Bidway, Bidwa, 26. Uh, Will Bazisto also got two for 43. And Zachy Schwartz, three for 41. And Chris Beatty, three for 57. So that is the end of the West End One Day Cup minor round. Now, 
the, remember the game that was washed out Salisbury, not at Salisbury, Northern Districts versus West Torrens? Yeah. They had made a decision not to replay that game. Ooh. And the is points because, have been – you go on. Does that – I was going to say, is that because uh, the points that may or may not have been allocated won't affect the finals? No. Right. So what happens is they've decided to split the points because the game got – was – there was issues with the pitch being prepared uh-huh. and it looks – on the ladder, now I don't know if this is set in concrete because the West End One Day Cup finals are the 30th of Jan. So, yeah. mate, I don't know if this is set in stone, but the ladder on my cricket at the moment shows Sturt on 60, Glenelg on 60, West Torrens and Northern Districts third and fourth on 52 and a half Ooh. because they split the seven and a half points each. They got seven right. and a half points each for that game. But that leaves Kenzie, East Torrens and Uni in fifth, sixth and seventh on 45, which was oh. the same score that West Torrens and Northern Districts were on. So yeah, right. I, I think there might be some water under the bridge with that before we yeah. announce who's playing finals. Um, yes, so, fair point. I'm pretty sure that the semi-finalists have not been named on my cricket. I am just going to have a look at that. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, interesting turn of events there. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm sure that the decision was made because it was correct. Um, yep. I don't have any other insight into it apart from what's on my cricket. So we will wait and see. I'm just having a look to see if the finalists have been put on my cricket on the 30th of Jan for the games. No, it's still to be determined versus to Mm. be determined. So there may be some water under the bridge with that because I don't reckon Kenzie, East Times and Uni are going to be all that happy with what's going on there. So we'll wait and see. will be in communication, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, sorry, I took up a fair bit of time there. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh, good. But, oh, but Premier good. Cricket. Yeah, paid by is, the hour. Premier Cricket is definitely worthwhile. Absolutely. Letting, letting, yeah, telling people about it because hopefully there's a few guys out there in Premier Cricket land who have a listen and a laugh for the show and <laughs> probably think well, that I talk a lot of talk a lot of hooey. But anyway. Well, if they spend some time with you on the field. There wouldn't be a lot of difference, would there? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Love it. No. It's, it's all about having a laugh and moving on with life. So It is, mate. I'm it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, I guess that means, have you got any more? Or shall we move on to the sports power Shep's Rat? Shep's Rat. Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. Um, I've even prepared stuff. Maestro Shep. You haven't what? Okay. I've I've even prepared. What? Um, Yeah. Um, So we'll start with Gummies Girls, um, the Para Hills ladies in the actual competition, the first grade women's club. They played Sturt um, and they were looking forward to this game. It was uh, quite the, uh, I think it was a step up for the girls. Sturt won oh, yeah. for 107 uh, 
they beat Para Hills 85. Um, oh. uh, Para Hills won the toss and decided to bowl. Para Hills set up a very straight and narrow field to hopefully make Sturt uncomfortable with most of the fielders in front of the batters. So proper strategy here by Gummy and, and his mm-hmm. captain. So uh, with this field set up, the bowlers were told to bowl at the off stump and make Sturt hit straight and hope if they miss, we hit. Our bowlers, Ange and young Caitlin, started very well with Caitlin picking up the first and only wicket for uh, in the third over. Sturt were one for nine. All the other bowlers that bowled before drinks did their bit with the ball to keep Sturt for one for 41. After drinks, Sturt started to open up with the bat, which made Nat move her field to protect the boundary, which would stop the fours. But Sturt picking up uh, some easy singles uh, and helped Power Hills to slow the run rate, but uh, only allowed Sturt to reach 107. So with how those games normally go. That's uh, well bowled, to be fair. Uh, then it was Power Hills turned to bat. There were 27 the mess- wide, so Mick. Yeah, so that's the story of the day, I reckon. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so a little bit more uh, um, accuracy there, I think, uh, and I think they would have got close. They gave everyone a bowl, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine girls um, had a bowl. Yep. It was, yeah, definitely... Um, shared around, um, but yeah, the the um, extras killed them. Thirty four in total. Um, yeah, twenty seven wides. Yes, and Parry Hills turned to bat. The message was to play straight, as they know Sturt are a very good bowling side that attacks the stumps and wait for the bad ball, and punish that to the boundary. With this in mind, Kelly and that started well, scoring at five runs and over, which um, put us just in front of the run rate. Uh, in the fourth over, they lost Nat for our first wicket down. Ange joined Kelly in the middle to continue with the run rate. Uh, five runs and over. Sixth over, Kelly lost a wicket, which brought Carly in, and Carly and Ange built a nice little partnership. And they were looking comfortable until Carly was stumped in the ninth over. Um, love a good stumping. Sorry, Carly, but uh, the the keepers deserve credit for that. Um, Para Hills lost Tegan and Abby in the ninth over, which was the turn that Sturt needed at drinks. Uh, Para Hills were five for 49. So runs good, wickets bad. Sophie mm. joined Ange, and the two went about to turn the game back in Para Hills' favour with Ange hitting the ball, the bad ball to the boundary and Sophie constantly turning the strike over. So that sounds exactly like what a coach would say. You know, one player playing the shots and the other one turning the strike over. Uh, yeah, because Ange, running it. Ange 29 off 25, batted pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then she went to hit another one straight down the ground but missed, uh, and the ball thumped into her pads, giving out LBW. That proved to be the big wicket Sturt needed, and they cleaned up the last two wickets for 12 runs, and Parra Hills were bowled out for 85. Even though oh, they still had four overs to go. Yeah, yep. So oh. they were getting there. Yeah. Well, yep. they only needed twenty-two off those four. They just need to stay out there. Yeah. Because Ange didn't yep. get given out LBW. Bloody Greg Songer. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> dead in front, I reckon. I would um, imagine so. Yeah. The way uh, the way he... Gummy pronounced the way Gummy said it when it thumped into her pads. Yeah, and there was no. 
no hint of uh, going down or over. So um, pretty straight by the sounds. Uh, even though it was disappointing loss in a crucial game, they were in front of the run rate for most of the game. And he was pleased that the girls took the game on from the start and they learned how to read the game and knew when to pick up a boundary and look for the singles when needed. Next week's another big game against Paraka, against the uh, the Bulls. So we're well done on, you know, that some of those tight finishes are really educational for, for yeah. the players and they'll learn heaps from that. Can I just um, say something? Three absolutely. of three of the girls, three of the girls' games were called off due to COVID on yeah, right. on on Saturday. So yep. yeah, so there was only there's, there's usually six games. There was only three played. So right, yeah, and it wasn't because of the wickets. It was oh no, there were forfeits. There were two yeah, forfeits. Right. So I hope I hope they weren't forfeited because of COVID because it should be no. shared point. If it's COVID, yeah, yeah. But anyway, For some reason maybe they didn't have players or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Moving on to Modbury, um, and Modbury, uh, uh, I guess we're starting the A twos, and Modbury had um, Scotch Old Scholars, and they won. The, did they win the toss? Uh, oh, I cut that off, but I think Modbury won the toss and he elected to bat. And uh, we know Scotch College quite well, having played the Vicks there a number of times. Um, they were on the bottom oval. Um, I spoke to Nuan Janaparia during the week, and he opened the batting, but um, uh, he he nicked off to Fox Foxy. Um, he's a good a good bowler. He said he um, was lucky to get two, um, whip one off his pads, and then had a sword fight. Apparently. Um, but he opened the batting with Matty Fogden, um, Foggy, and unfortunately they both went pretty cheap. Alex Wood was next in, batting at number three. Um, the captain he got uh, he got out early, um, so they were in a whole heap of trouble. Um, and then Travis Edwards, uh, Bastion, and Jaden England, Jaden England batting at number eleven, ended up with forty eight not out to help the team get to 211. So wow. Bastion got 39 and Travis got 44. Um, and it was also Sean Gonsal- John Sean Gonsalcarala's debut um, in first grade. So congratulations, Sean. Um, I coached Sean when he was in the under-15s. Um, nice. He's a very, 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 very classy batsman. Just uh, Sean just needs to make sure that he doesn't go after the bowling too early. But no, he copped a good one apparently, um, and he's still a young man, so he's still like seventeen, making his debut in first grade. So yeah, um, and and the A twos is a very good, strong competition in the Atkirk Comp. So they will defend that next on this weekend. So I'm looking for. Uh, Josh Lamerton, Travis Edwards, uh, Daniel Lawson, Jaden England, and also Nuan Janaparia to uh, get amongst the wickets. And um, hopefully they can come up with an upset. Um, moving down to the yellow fives, the, uh, the boys there came up against Jeps Cross, who are sitting second. 
Um, and they had a tough, a tough day. Um, and they were bowled out for 75 uh, in the 35th over. Um, and Phillips and Carpenter were the only two really that um, did anything with the bat, unfortunately, 23 and 17. Um, and Jeps Cross got the runs five down. So um, they got that in the 17th over. So they were going at a clip and um, risking wickets to do that by the looks. Um, so they obviously had, like a, it. They had a, um, a pub meal booked, I reckon. Um, <laughs> so bad luck to the boys. They'll bounce back next week. Um, moving, moving down to Para Districts, we, our friends Para Vista, um, the A-grade report from Ian Martin, not as short as it has been, but it'll be a pretty short one. Um, A-grade were very disappointed when spent time to set up the ground only for the other team not to turn up. We won another game on forfeit. Very disappointing for the team, but on the upside, we'll all be fresh for next week. So that is pretty disappointing because um, it does take a little bit of time to set up um, the ground there um, and to, to not have anything for it is um, pretty disappointing. Um, now, uh, while I'm here, the games for this weekend, A's are playing Adelaide Union at Charles Campbell. The B's are at Athelston at home. C's take on Air Royals. The D's take on Craigmore at Argana Park. Um, now, we will move into – I'm just scrolling through the page here. The We'll, we'll do D-grade first. Um, D-grade, 163, lost to Athelstan, 235. Um, so Athelstan batted first there. Uh, now, I think the big story out of this game was our man Roger Kaboom Wilkins took two for 77 off eight overs. But the kaboom, big, kaboom, 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 and went for a few runs, though. Went for a few runs, um, 10 and over. Yep. Um, but he's he's a wicket taker, he will get his catches. You, you, you would love yep. to see uh, Rog Bowl. I've, I think he's um. Uh, once they get his pace, um, he might go for a few runs, but I think he's always a wicket-taking chance. But the big yes. news out of that that was that he had a direct hit run out. So I think that's nice. fantastic and a, a real Triple kaboom. Triple kaboom. Well done, Roger. Absolutely. Well done, um, Roger. Uh, so, well, this is Ben's... Um, Report, the scorecard is not pretty reading. He was immensely proud of each of the guys. The game started pretty weirdly with Athelstan openers coming out swinging and going big early on a small oval. We were probably a little shell-shocked, but I stuck with Ron and myself and finally got the breakthrough in about the eighth over and they were already in the 60s. So, yeah, so they're on the back foot early. Attempting mm. to cause a mistake, we went to Rog, who got a bit of a beating, 
but broke through for his first thanks to a cow corner slog. At this point, although the score was 100 in about the 10th over, we knew that we could either fight back and bowl them out or drop our heads. Never at any stage did we drop our heads, and when Joey broke through for his first, followed by Fitzy knocking the off stump of their hitter out of, out of the ground, we knew we were back in business. Despite yeah. our mini re, despite our mini resurgence, the scorecard was four for 158 at drinks, so that's off 20 overs. Um, yeah, yeah. At this point, the batsmen were content to knock off ones and twos and look for a bad ball. So we brought Rog back on, and he and Joe bowled in a good partnership. First ball after drinks, Rog had our fifth and his second, thanks to a simple catch to Fitzy. We would have to wait a little bit longer for our next wicket, which came thanks to a dead-eye throw from Roger, who was really proud of, absolutely. Um, Sensational. Absolutely. Despite bowling on an oval that in no way suited his bowling, he continued to put the ball up there, give the batsmen stare downs and take wickets. Um, uh, yeah, and I tell you what, Love he is the most vocal ground boy on the ground too, Rog. Um, a competitive beast, I would imagine. He is a beast and very competitive, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and despite bowling an over, yes, no way spinning. Ron then broke through for two quick wickets in his second spell to earn some rewards for his toils. At this stage, we had managed to really claw ourselves back into it when Nathan Smith ran out the number eight and Fitzy trapped the final wicket plumb in front for his second. We were very upbeat about the fight back and 236 was going to be a tricky chase, but at one stage it could have been well over 330-odd. As he said before... Benny couldn't have been more pleased with the attitude and behaviour, especially uh, in response to last week. It also helped that Athelstan are a particularly nice group of players who play the game in a terrific spirit. Opening up, we found that... Does help, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, if, you know, if they're a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. the opposite, it makes it a difficult day. It does. Um, the... Athelstan boys dropped two of their bowlers down from LO3, which, um, you know, didn't help. But that didn't stop Varad and I putting them to the sword. With short square boundaries and a quick outfield, all you had to do was beat the fielder and it was four. We raced out of the blocks to bring up a 61-run partnership in the first 10 overs before I got a bit overconfident and lost his middle stump. Um, Overconfident means that you got a good one, yeah, I think. Benny, Uh, (laughs) uh, we had the start we wanted and we're on track. Tim Brown came in at three and looked to keep the scoring going, but unfortunately he had a mix-up with Virad seeing V-Rad run out halfway down the pitch. Although he was unlucky to miss out again, he's got full confidence as a big one just waiting for Virad as he looks very capable at the seniors level and he's starting to learn his craft as an opener. Tim was unfortunate then to cop an absolute peach, which swung in late and cleaned up his poles. Xavier Smith then followed him not long after, joining the Duck Club for the first time this season. Tim Moody, you can give Zav's ducky the next time you see him. So there's a duck going around, obviously. Fitzy joined joined Nathan Smith at the crease and the pair began pushing the runs 
in an attempt to try and keep up with the required rate. At drinks, we were four for 102, and the chase was going to be a difficult task from there. After drinks, the guys managed to keep the uh, the runs ticking, um, uh, thanks to some extraordinary shots from Fitzy, which honestly can't even begin to describe. I can only imagine. I'd probably say that was something Tilakaratni Dilshan would be proud of. Unfortunately, the resistance didn't last long as Nathan nicked one to first slip for the slowest slips catch he's ever seen. Not long after Fitzy joined him in the sheds for an entertaining 30. It all happens pretty quickly uh, in the fours, I reckon, um, yeah. except for the slip catch. Um, Gav also looked really good, hitting some fours to the biggest boundaries, but unfortunately ran himself out looking for runs. Um, and so we'll get down Always to... Always happens when you're chasing a big total, doesn't it, Mick? Absolutely, yep. Um, but Mr. Kaboom came to the crease um, late um, so and was so sure that this was the innings when Joe would get his first run. I said to Rog, back up halfway down the pitch and call him through. Rog even tried to feed him the strike, smoking a couple to the fielder. But alas, despite having one where Joe definitely could have snuck a cheeky single, he remained on naught, not out, when Roger copped a good Yorker that smashed the back of his ankle. Ouch. Despite a pretty heavy defeat, he was super proud of the boys. Um, We just want to have fun, and that's what we did. Personally felt we won the last 30 overs of the game. Unfortunately, they just got off to a flyer. Next week, they've got Craig Moore, who are really good, and the main rivals for second spot. Let's continue the positive energy. Absolutely. And there's a couple of good pictures there. Um, Now, scrolling up to the Cs, B-grade defeated Eastern Park. C by 42 runs. Paravista scored 201 in 39.5 overs. Eastern Park were rolled for 159 off their 40. Won the toss, chose to bat. We tried something different today, and Daniel Madden joined our Lippo to open up. Daniel pounded a quick 18 to get things going before being caught. Ashwin Shuresh played a nice stroke to long on, unfortunately, stroke to a fielder, who took a simple catch to go for four. So a, a nice stroke to long on, would that also mean... Uh, dirty slog to cow corner. Um, <laughs> I think it's uh, well worded there, Skip, Jason. Um, yeah. Al Lippo was caught in front for LBW for seven after looking pretty decent out there. Jason O'Regan was unlucky to inside edge one onto his pad, then dribble onto the off stump with just enough force to knock off the bail for 16. After Perio went for two, thanks to a good catch, we found ourselves in a bit of trouble at five for 64. Uh, drinks, post-drinks, Timsey and Cards put on a steadying and then counter-punching 67-run partnership from 12 overs before Aaron Tim lost his pegs. Timsey was not scoring freely in this innings, but kept his head, valued his wicket and supported his partners, enabled us to get back on the front foot with a solid 28. In his first game for the club, Matthew Frankenshinis came out and started his innings with a six. Nice way to get going. Um, hitting yeah. a quick fire 26 with some entertaining shots 
along with Andrew Carden, keeping things rocketing along till Matt eventually hauled out. Hauled uh, out? Um, hold out. Hold Andrew out. Carden, yep, was the star of the day with the bat coming in at 5 for 64. He watched good balls and punished anything in his area, batting 18 overs and being trapped in front for just shy of 50. He scored 47. Excellent innings. Um, and then Varath, uh, Varun Harathi, 11, managed to get 201. They uh, went out. Had a different lineup in the field with Al Lippo dealing with some soreness. Jason O'Regan pitched in behind the stumps and new player Matt uh, playing his first game. Both Varun Harathi and Jarek Jakaric bowled well to open the innings, each taking a wicket. Uh, Matt took an excellent catch at first slip. So first game for the club, but he snuck in at first slip. That's well done. Um, in the armchair. Uh, in the armchair. I... I Man after my own wow. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Join Dean Ashwin, bowled really well. So basically the boys bowled really well everywhere. A few skied catches, a double wicket maiden. This is Matthew's debut. Matthew Frankenshinis took an excellent catch off his own bowling. Ended his fifth over with a double wicket maiden. So that's a fantastic debut. Starting off with a Zach and then taking a double wicket maiden. That's a good story right there. Pretty good start. Um, yeah. Um, I reckon these boys are writing novels to uh, to stitch me up. Um, I reckon they are, Mick. I reckon you're going to have to. I reckon you're going to have to. I'm scrolling here Cold. now. But uh, B-grade, I'm not even going to get into. But B-grade, play Eastern Park. Um, oh, Brenton hasn't put in a report. Um so, oh, no, Seas went back-to-back um, with another win. North Pines, 140, and Paravista got the runs with three wickets in hand. Uh, nice. So, um, but I did get a message from Brenton um, during the week that said that he gets starky and doesn't ever get called Tony um, because he's oh. a bit older than that. <laughs> Um, but a big shout out to Brenton. Um, uh, you're a big part of the show. Um, and it's fantastic to see that the seas are getting back on track. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Um, and yeah, cause I think we're running out of time here, but what we might do, I think, um, I'll write some little liner notes and um, we might push them up the order a little bit because, uh, yeah, I know the boys at Paravista uh, love the show and they do. Um, we, lo- we love getting around them. So, yeah, we do. Um, on that note, um, we probably should round off um, with a few thanks. First and most thanks has to go to Darren Edwards, who's been hosting us remotely for the last couple of weeks, being the quarantine specials. Thanks, um, Tangles. Thanks, Tangles. You're doing a great job. You um, are. And have you got anything that you want to promote, mate, from Oz Sports Radio? Well, it's not official, but um, we oh. look like we might be adding another sport to our live uh, commentary. 
Nice. All I can say, it's nice. a local basketball club. Got a meeting with their people on Monday morning, and the the proposal's gone to the board, so we'll just have to wait and see. So hopefully I can bring you and our listeners uh, some great news in the coming weeks. Fantastic. That's great, Kangles. Thank you. So we'll bring some, yes, we'll bring some basketball to the show because that's local sport and that's what we're all about. So well done, Tangles. Thank um, you very much. And and thanks to Brad um, and Blue Steel Cricket. Um, we're still rocking our Blue Steel hats and paraphernalia. I've got my Blue, blue Steel T-shirt on as we speak. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and also the uh, the other correspondents that unfortunately can't make it tonight. Um, I hope we did you proud. Um, and uh, we and obviously thank you, Tomo, for being the legend that you are. And um, we wish <laughs> I don't know that, about that you. Jeff. I just hope uh, you make some runs on Sunday, mate. Well, that's that's plan A anyway. Um, plan B is to take wickets. Actually, you know, plan A is to run, make runs and take wickets. Because um, I don't think I saw Westy on the scorecard either. So uh, on the team sheet. So, mate, someone's got to make some runs. That's all I can say. Well, I'm well and truly overdue. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a, and I just got a uh, picture, another picture of the pitch. From oh, okay. Sean Arnold up at Waitere. Yep. It's got yep. a bit of grass on it, mate. But oh, that's okay. He's obviously going to put some more roll in it, but it looks pretty say, damn good. I'll send nice. it through. Okay, cool. Because it looks, you know, Thursday is still, well, I don't know if he'll cut it anymore. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. There you go. It should, it's be, through. should be awesome. All right. Yeah, so no. Good luck, mate. Thank you, sir. And you stay well um, and, and wish hopefully, Chris all the best. Hopefully I'll get a negative rat in the morning. Fingers and, crossed, man. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't have any symptoms, so I hope it's yeah. a negative rat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got to wait to see. Staying away, staying away from Kane, I assume. Yeah, yeah. He's been really good. He's been keeping to himself and we, del- we deliver his meals onto – a little table outside his room. He comes and gets him after we've delivered and <laughs> keep sanitising and using yep. the other toilet and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's been yep. really good. So cool. and and he's he's feeling really good as well. He's not oh, sick, good. which is really nice. So exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we're all clear tomorrow and we can get back to normal life on Australia Day and beyond. And you can rejoin society. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm sending the wife crazy. I, I, I am. <laughs> More I'm sure I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All good, Alrighty, mate. man. Well, you stay safe, and yes, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. See you, mate. See, See you next you, Thursday. Oh, see you next Thursday. Absolutely. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.